<laughs> okay. Um, so we very quickly named this the calm before the storm. Yes. Which I feel like is the perfect description. And by the way, my name's Demi. <laughs> and I'm Melissa. And this is the Beauty Beast Podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, to give you a little insight of what our September has looked like uh, and this ties into our topic for today. I had snuck away for Labor Day weekend and then Melissa just snuck away to Disney. Yep, I just um, got back yesterday. Yes, so this is kind of like a last minute episode, but I feel like last minute makes them the best, right? Exactly. Yes, yeah, so next week we're getting ready to sit down with Katie again to talk about a few more business things. More business stuff, so that'll be exciting. Yes. So this is kind of more of a low-key, like... It's just us again. No guests. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> and I think the other thing, too, is even though it's low-key, we're jumping into a topic that, um, yeah, it's craziness. Well, the holiday madness. And the time itself is just insanity. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is why Melissa and I did go away this month, because September and October is kind of like if you're in our industry when you want to seize the moment for a trip, because... Come well, November and December. Yeah. Well, my clients are very Halloween nail heavy. That's true. They've already started. Yes. So this was kind of my last hurrah. hurrah. That's true. <laughs> uh, October hits for you a little bit heavier. Like it's busy because then we start the fall hair trends and everything yep. like that. But I do think with the Halloween nail art, your season starts a month ahead of mine. Oh, yeah. It's already started. Mm-hmm. I've already started doing spoopy nails. Yeah, and I think the important thing, too, is, like, to understand even with, like, I know we've talked a few times about, like, I don't accept new clients anymore. Not that I don't accept. It's not like I'm, like, some exclusive club, the way I just said that. No, but your schedule is more limited, as is mine. Like, I just posted my – I have three available appointments in In October, October, and and they're all, like, Wednesdays at, like, 1 (laughs) o'clock. So it's like either somebody's going to scoop it up or you're going to eat lunch that day. Exactly. But – with that being said, even though we do have a little bit more of an existing clientele and, you know, our, our business is, dare I say, maybe a little more built and established right. in the sense we know what to expect. Once you hit the holiday time, and I do really think like the peak of it, at least for the hair side of things, I would say is about two weeks out from Thanksgiving and straight through. You hit a little lull the week after Thanksgiving because nobody wants that week no. and then it's madness again. Yep. Um, which it just so happens that I'm going on my 30th birthday cruise that <laughs> week and Julian's 40th birthday cruise and it almost makes me want to throw up every single time I see I blocked out time to go on a vacation then but we'll see how it goes yeah well when's the last time you took a vacation in November uh never (laughs) (laughs) but um what I was saying was even though that we are more established it still becomes so crazy and that same time for everybody equally because you're talking about all of your clientele that you normally spread out throughout how many months want a span of like, we're talking five weeks if we're lucky, right? Right. Um, One thing I implemented early on in my career, and I think I've kind of touched on this before in our boundaries episode, is I take off the weekend of Thanksgiving to spend with family, like after. Mm -hmm. And then I also take off the week between Christmas and New Year's. Um, And I remember in the studio that week between (laughs) Christmas and New Year's when you were off and I was like busting my ass I was like I'm never doing this again and I did the same thing and then I think it was maybe it was the first year that like we were in the salon I think that I started taking off the weekend of Thanksgiving too so I was like yeah I don't want to be here that Friday and Saturday. And I think it's too because we work so hard up until that holiday where we really don't get a chance to prep, right? Well, For the holiday itself. So I feel like almost like that little break after is where we really get to feel like it when I'm saying that, it doesn't mean we're like so devastated as we're here at work because it does feel like our our holiday season is still cheerful. But we don't really get that time to pause and reset with family until the actual holiday. And I feel like for me, especially when it comes, I'm probably more of a stickler with Christmas, but I actually no, I'm a universal stickler for yeah. both because I just look at those holidays that like Thanksgiving too is a very like family oriented celebration. Right. It is. Um, and for sure. so 
I kind of feel like you're working up until then you go and you spend time all together with family. Mm-hmm. And then that next day you're waking back up to do the rat race all over again. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great in any industry work wise in general, if you have the flexibility to do it and you want to, it's, it's a great thing that we've added. I mean, small business Saturday is the Saturday that's always mm-hmm. after um, Thanksgiving. So while we're normally off, maybe with, you know, the moves that we're making with plaid and pinned, mm-hmm. meaning our, our brand with the hats and everything, um, and we're expanding into merchandise, maybe we'll work that day, but not behind the chair. I guess we'll see. Right. Well, I mean, and I started taking off that weekend after Thanksgiving, too, because it was like, okay, well, I have that Thursday off that I spend with family. Yeah. Then I'm back to work Friday, Saturday, and I'm right. so exhausted because normally I would add a day in before Thanksgiving so to that get I get everybody in. in. Yeah. And then I'm exhausted, and then it's like... I don't want to do anything. And then it's like, well, shit, I want to decorate my house. Right. So, like, that's usually what I do that weekend is I decorate my house for Christmas. And I you mean, get to be in the holiday Well, spirit. and not that I don't spend the time with family because I do. But then it's like Evan usually goes back to work. So I'm sitting, not like yeah. sitting at home bored, but no. it's like, you know, I want, you know, I want to shop online for Black Friday that morning so I can do that. And then I get the house decorated because, let's face it, Evan has zero desire <laughs> to put out Christmas decorations. So I do that at the beginning of November now, which I guess is kind of like a practice. Like each of us have those traditions and they do tie right. into work. Like my decision to do it at the beginning of November is I like to do it before the madness hits. Well, yeah. Because then I'm just fried. And I know that, like, I'd be tempted to just relax and eat leftovers that whole weekend. (laughs) Well, let me rephrase. The house is decorated for, like, all my Christmas decor is out before then. Yeah. But with two cats. (laughs) I, you know, last year we had the kittens. So I was like, I don't know how he's going to handle a Christmas tree. So I usually put my tree up the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that I do force Evan to help me with. So I feel like that's fair. I feel like we're on the same time schedule all the time because that's also a last year was when we added in Mr. Morty to our mix, which is our our third pet, our second um, puppy. But he is more like Godzilla because he's the biggest (laughs) one on all three. And same thing. I like had... I had my tree set up because I was so nervous when we were, like, getting him. Yeah. Because he was, you know, he's a rescue. We transported him down from Nashville. So as the bus, or the, not the bus, the van was coming um, that he was riding in, I was, like, setting up my tree frantically, like, the first week of November, looking like a psycho lady, anybody who drove by. But it was because I wanted Morty to walk in and, like, see a tree. And, right. like be like okay if that's a part of their house it's not a toy (laughs) we'll see how this year goes but um I think those are some really important like work-life balance tricks that we find well yeah and then I know I remember last year just I think the way the holidays fell in December Mm -hmm. or I mean specifically Christmas because I celebrate Christmas or whatever um but I worked like those six days before Christmas and I just remember being so burnt out that like by the time I was done, I went into my calendar for the following year, which is this year, and I just blocked out days. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. And literally like, because, you know, Gloss Genius, you can put a note Mm -hmm. and it just said, ho, don't do it. Yeah. Just to remind you. Just to remind, like, what I went through last year, because I was just so dead. I think I worked, like, six 12-hour days in a row, and I was like, this is awful. Yeah, it's it's tricky, and, and, you know, like, now I'm down to three days behind the chair because, you know, we juggle a few other businesses, too. And um, I think sometimes people, when they first ask me, like about my schedule they really think of like hair being like the forefront of my business Mm -hmm. and like don't get me wrong it definitely is but I think anybody who knows about those three days like those three days like they're crazy they're packed in because I know that these other days like I have to prioritize my other stuff and I mean we do really try to keep some sort of balance where like Sundays are family days Mm -hmm. Mondays are like half work half getting everything done for the week you know making sure the house is good to go 
And um, so when holidays come, it really doesn't offer me too much flexibility to expand out my schedule because I still have the same craziness, Mm -hmm. especially with running like a brand that's uh, now going to be more apparel based, but doing something that is a great gift option or things like that. Like that's a peak season for plaid and pinned too. Um, But I definitely will extend like two days. So this year, my birthday well, we are similar on this, too. We're both <laughs> yeah. Sagittarius. And we both have December birthdays. We both have December birthdays. Two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> yes. So mine is December 17th, um, which is actually the last Saturday before Christmas. Yep. And so, so this year, the reason that we did decide to do the, the cruise was because Julian turns 40 three weeks before I turn 30. And, you know, in our minds, we've always dreamed of doing, like, a trip for these two birthdays. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, like, COVID everything combined it was like okay like a trip but we're not doing like we wanted to do like Europe but right no way and just not this year and so we we decided we found this four-day cruise and we were like you know what perfect compromise right but I think this is a great example of sometimes you have to start to weigh things out and I think some people would be like you're working on your birthday I am it's a Saturday but it's the last Saturday before Christmas But I had made the decision with Julian and I talking that it worked out fine. We're going to go away the 30th through the 4th. And I think that's a great compromise. And you know what? Like, I love my clients, so I'm not sad to be here on my birthday. And I timed out to be done by 4, where normally I might maybe work till like 6 the Saturday before Christmas. And so to compensate for that... I was like, I got to be fair, right? So I added in the Tuesday before, which is actually your birthday. <laughs> so I'll be working. Uh, wait a minute. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? I'll be working. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, good. Did I fuck up? <laughs> so uh, It's a national holiday. Right? And so I'll be working that Tuesday before. Right. Um, just to compensate for a little bit of the overflow. And I am trying to hold off on working that Tuesday of the week of Christmas and just focusing on the two long days, Wednesday and Thursday. But we'll see if I have to pop in for a few, then we figure it out and we do that. I should add in, I probably sound like I'm like, now they're like, Demi, you're you're doing a lot of blocking out (laughs) in the calendar. Um, I also don't work Christmas Eve. So I don't work Christmas Eve because my husband is Colombian. Um, Christmas Eve is really when you in a lot of Latin cultures, like the That's, bigger of the yeah. two when you talk about celebrating Christmas. Um, and so I normally host Christmas Eve every year at my house. Right. And so before, like when I first started doing it and Julian and I first got married and everything like that, I would try to work and then run home. And it was like it's I couldn't even enjoy it. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are probably like must be nice. But I do take off from Christmas Eve and I take off straight on through New Year's day right so I'll be back to work in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> well I mean and you know Evan and I like our families are out of town like his parents live like two and a half hours away my yeah. pa- my family is out of state so usually I mean I have an aunt that lives in Florida but same thing she's like three hours away so we never fully expect to see them on like Christmas Eve or Christmas Mm -hmm. depending on like when it falls right so this year Christmas Eve falls on a Saturday so I was like well I'll just work a normal Saturday I'm out by three o'clock right so that's what I did this year and then I but I did add in like that Tuesday okay so I'm working that Tuesday through Saturday where normally I would work Wednesday through Saturday yeah only because again by the time like I moved everyone Mm -hmm. of like the week after Christmas yeah like the week was pretty much already full yeah so I was like okay so I'll add in Tuesday and it's make it work and you make it work and same thing like so once I leave work that Saturday like I won't be back until 2023 as well right but I think in doing that because for so many years I didn't take those weekends off or whatever like Mm -hmm. now it's just like 
you know, my clients expect me to take that year off or that, that year. Whoa. That time off. That week off. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of them this year when I was like, okay, like let's get your get you scheduled through the holidays, they're like, Oh, you're taking that, that weekend and that week off, right? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. So they expect it now, so it's become like a routine and it's just Yeah. I didn't get any pushback when I decided not to. Like, I remember a lot of them were like, you know, good for you. Like, you deserve that time off to spend with family or whatever you want to do. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that goes back to like one of our very first episodes, you know, build that clientele that's going to like support you. Yeah, that's going to be cool with it. Right. Yeah, for sure. If you're not... It is what it is. Right. I'm sure I'm going to probably pop in like an additional Friday or right. Tuesday, like one more. I'm just kind of like letting, I shouldn't say letting it fill in because it's past filled in. Anybody <laughs> who knows the way I book him. <laughs> I, I, I oh, yeah. enjoy Mine it. Is already, my like, pacing done. is my pacing and it's not for everybody. And then it is for some people. So, right. um, well, it's not for everybody and it is for everybody if you get what I'm saying. Like, but, um. Yeah, so I'll I'll probably add in a little bit more, but I think, like, now is the time where, especially, like, Julian and I, now that, like, we've continued to acquire different Mm -hmm. projects, which, you know, we're the king and queen of that, which sometimes we don't know (laughs) and stuff, but, (laughs) um, like, we start talking about certain things now. We start talking about Mm -hmm. planning certain things. We start thinking about you know even for instance like we also have a cabin I've brought that up previous Mm -hmm. episodes um and so now that's a conversation too that we were floating around like okay should we go up at some point and do like a trip to prep the cabin because there's a few projects we want to do so like if we were having that conversation we're saying we need to have that done by October because we know by November and December like it's right it's out technically blockout dates just for us we've right. set that boundary for ourselves like we know we're maxed out and you know we're not going to um, be going up there on like a holiday weekend because it's a business first right before it's like a cabin for us to enjoy we love it too but we right. love more when people rent it out <laughs> during the holidays follow us at the branch house and see (laughs) (laughs) no but it's true like and even I mean I know we're talking specifically holidays but like when we were driving back from Disney you know we Evan and I started having conversations about like vacations next year because we usually do like one big like yeah we're going away for like you know a week week, to 10 days or something Mm -hmm. like that and we started having the conversation now of if we did that, where would we want to go? Like, yeah. it need, you know, before you know it, January is going to be here. And yeah. then, you know, you have to have things booked and paid for or and whatever. Planned. And this kind of ties into another episode that we were talking about doing, which is uh, <laughs> dating in our industry coming up. So I guess all of those types of things, right. like, as you can tell, our husbands are seasoned cosmetology husbands now. They know how it works. Um, yeah. Poor Juju used to think that Saturday and Sundays were weekends. And that yeah, was before he joined the uh the salon world and now he knows that Saturdays are a no-go he brings his little iPad in here and he watches soccer while he sews hats that's right baby (laughs) well and I think Evan had an easier time with it too because he worked in a hospital for so long right so he's like weekends that's an every other week type of thing right so he kind of had that same schedule type of thing too where he gets it yeah but I mean especially like for holidays and big things like that like you have to plan like around yeah. that and mm-hmm. you know it is what it is like I know I had I mean I'm booked like all my regulars are booked for yeah. the year and that was done probably mid-August yeah I mine like was probably like July was like the bulk of anybody who hadn't booked kind of filled out the rest of yeah. my year um, which was a great assessment for me from there because I did have a few clients move away. Yep. Like same. to different locations. Well, it's probably yeah. the same clients. <laughs> probably the same um, clients. <laughs> so then I was able to sit down and say like, all right, like do I have space maybe to take on one or two people? Right. If I can, where can I kind of fit them in? But I know some people say that they don't enjoy being booked out too far in advance because mm-hmm. it kind of limits their flexibility. Um 
I think I actually have a differing opinion on that just from being booked out. I I think now that I've capped my book, it's calmed down a little bit Mm -hmm. where like there isn't the rush to maybe book like 24 weeks. Yeah. I think I've like toned back down and I'm cool with it. Like I sit at like a comfortable like 16 to 18 Mm -hmm. um, with like some flexibility. But I think it's all about your client's understandings too, because I prefer for it to be booked out for me to see what I'm walking into. But then with that being said, things are going to be moved around. Things are going to happen. And But if I see that everybody's been taken care of and pre-booked in, then I can make that decision if I want to take on a right. few new clients or something like that. I think you'd agree. Yeah. That- I Like this year, I really started like implementing quarterly booking. Mm-hmm. So I would only book clients like three months out at a time. Yeah. Because like for probably mid-October, I'll start booking for quarter one of next year. And... That way, if we decide to do a long weekend or we plan our vacation, like I already have it pre-blocked out in my booking system. So it's not even available that week or that whatever we decide to do. And then once that quarter is booked and then, you know, we'll look and see, are we doing anything? Do I want to take maybe a long weekend for like mental health or, you know, take a day off here or there? Then I will. And that kind of gives me that flexibility. And that buffer. Yep. Yeah. So I I found that that works really well for me. It's just like quarterly. Yeah, for sure. So. And I think that now we have to lead into the next thing as I just totally, I went to go say something, lost it. But then I found that we need to focus on <laughs> something more important, which is <laughs> client gifts. Yeah, um, we do gifts every year. Yes. So that was a thing that um, started when we went out on our own. I think you'd agree. Um, um, the last salon I worked at, we did worked, gifts too? we did okay. gifts. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm not knocking like the salon that I was at. Well, <laughs> you I are, clearly you have <laughs> knocked it, but not knocked it. You get what I'm saying. Many stories I've told have been the experience of working there. Right. And I love everybody I worked with for the most part. And, um, but they like put out you know bagels and cream cheese on Saturday they definitely like right. do care for their clients um you know they do coffee all of that right. stuff so which I we do too really <laughs> yes <laughs> and I also have pumpkin creamer right now if anybody wants to come in and make a pumpkin coffee just saying booyah <laughs> so, um with that being said, I can't really remember if there was, like, per se client gifts, but they were also very cheerful. Like, they do right. a little bit of decorating for the holidays mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, when I went out on my own and I was in the suites, like, especially that first year, I definitely wanted to do gifts because right. I'd kind of taken everybody through a shitstorm with me. <laughs> so the least I could do is do thank yous. And I think that um, we kind of both started together. I You guys already did Deb's cookies at I don't, the previous salon or did we I don't remember but I that's when Deb started coming to me was yeah. when I was at that previous salon mm-hmm. um so Deb is my client yes big my day mm-hmm. I think we're it's, plugging her she's the best she's the best she has the best decorated sugar cookies oh my god like ever. and they're not just beautiful but they taste like right it's not that stale crumbly oh, it's stuff. like they're, orgasmic it, yes it is so mm-hmm. I joke with her because I've already put in my holiday order which this is a prime example of Melissa <laughs> always being more prepared than me because I will get off of this episode and definitely go fill out my pre-booking form or whatever it's called to do it yeah I did Usually mine in like to- July reminds me every year Demi (laughs) but I know I can't do that in July with you because you're like yeah yeah whatever yeah no now we're down to the wire like now now is when I'll be like all right I'll put in the order but um um, so I do she started coming to me at the last salon I was at mm -hmm. and I think that they had used her previously but we didn't when I was there we didn't use her for like that round of gifts Um, But then when I moved to my suite, which was like the August, in Mm -hmm. August, then I started, I, she made cookies for me like that first holiday and everything like that. And I mean, now my clients kind of expect your cookies every year. No, I got like, (laughs) so I put my normal order in last year and um, I think I was like, well, 
Melissa's also more prepared than me when it comes to this because normally she prepackages all of her gifts. So I do, I do it a little <laughs> bit different. Um, I usually like set up like a cute little setup. Mm-hmm. My first year, I think I did dream catchers. Or right. That was my second year. But like I'll have like something like that set up. And then like one year I did like the motel keychains, like different things. So it's like pick one of those and then pick a cookie. Um Deb has a great uh, reputation round here, so <laughs> I think there were some double dippers. Not mad, I get it. <laughs> but I didn't really account for double dipping too often, So, um, which I totally get. Like, it's no bad blood. It's like, a, I right. mean, I, w- I had a sibling growing up. I, I had multiple siblings, but I had one close in age mm-hmm. that, like, we were quarreling at all times because you know two girls two years apart so like if my mom came home with one cookie for us to share oh yeah during some of those ripe ages like oh, it yeah. would have been on like donkey kong like we would have been brawling <laughs> about whose half was bigger so i get it yeah but with that being said everybody looks forward to the cookies so much yes. and to be honest this year because i was a little more flexible i ran out um, oh, because yeah. I had pre-counted and I had allotted and just, I, you know, we've talked about it before. I'm, I'm a people pleaser. A lot of times I'm like, sure. <laughs> and I'm like, take four. And I'm like, <laughs> you get one. I <laughs> so um, with that being said, I learned my lesson because one of my clients called me right on out because she's like, I always get Deb's cookies. And I had like replacement cookies that were like, here's a beautiful cookie tray. Like I think I had picked it up from like, you know, a local store. And they were like, these ain't Deb's cookies, bitch. I know. I was like, touche. I get it. So this year, I think I kind of learned my lesson where I'm going to have to like set out like a cookie tray for people to pick on while they're here. But like Deb's cookies are like a part of the gift with. Usually, yes. So usually we both kind of do something similar where you'll get a cookie and like one or two other little things in there that will tie into us like right um I think it's like like I referenced using the dream catchers one year mm-hmm. um I think you did succulents one year I did succulents were my first year yeah. that's succulents were the first year in the studio and um my previous assistant Janine was so cute she like wrapped them mm-hmm. all and like hot glued them they were so so cute and then um the next year we did the dream catchers which were like perfect because yeah. they tied right around everybody's rearview mirror. So it was yep. so cute. You'd like knew when my clients were parked <laughs> at the studios because you could see them. And then the next year were the motel keychains, I think. Yeah. And last year was cookies. You just did cookies. I last just year. did cookies. That's how you know life was a little cray for me. <laughs> Well, you were also like closing on like the cabin and yes, all of that. Yes, yes, we were we were in the thick of all the things. Yeah, like usually my gifts are always a cookie, yes, a cuticle oil mm-hmm. or something like that, and then like a thing. Like I think yeah. one year I did, um, oh, like the iced coffee tumblers. Yes, those were a hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like that I think that one was like the like everyone raved about the tumblers. Last year, um I did like the insulated wine glasses, like yeah. the Yeti style ones. Mm-hmm. Um like I've done stickers in there with them, so Yeah, I think it's just like like it and it really is such like a fun thing when you do mm-hmm. give a gift um to the clients. I think it's like a great little moment. I mean, I feel like it's nice too because it, our clients are so sweet and they, they always come in with like great gifts for us and they're always very thoughtful. Yes. And um when I used to like have nothing to give back, I'm the most awkward person to give a gift to because I like get to the point where I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like they want to like leave the room with me because I'm so thankful. And then you probably send them a text later. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> um, so they're probably like, okay, Debbie. Right. So I do feel like with me having something to give back, like right. I like feel more right and like, fulfilled. And this is like the time of year, like that I usually start planning for it mm-hmm. because you know, like. 
I have about 70 clients on my book. Right. So to buy 70 of whatever that thing is, mm-hmm. you know, it adds up. And, if, yeah. you know, and especially if it's like custom made, like with your logo or certain sayings or you're buying from like a small seller, like Etsy style seller, you know, they need. Yeah, you got to get the ball rolling sooner exactly. than later. For so, sure. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. So I feel like that's like the biggest, I mean, thing for us that like we're, we'll be prepping now, right? Like, so mm-hmm. you look at over the summertime, we checked off pre-booking. Now that's different for each person. Of Some course. people are going to be pre-booking at different times. The way that Melissa and, and my schedule run, clearly that's something we tackle in the summertime. Right. If you told me two or three years ago or four years ago that I'd be tackling pre-booking in July... I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? So you evolve to what works for you Mm -hmm. each year. Um, I think when you break down like our checklist, which Melissa probably has it written down. Mine is just mental in between the 18 other things that are floating around in there. (laughs) So it's a hot mess. Yes, I do have a planner that I make my daily list of things to accomplish. (laughs) (laughs) So, but we both do that kind of same checklist. So we check it off summertime, right? Pre-booking, done. Check. So now we talk about client gifts. Done. Check. I think before even July or the timing in August when you started pre-booking, what did we do before anything else? We know the times we take off. That's done. Um, I did have to move a few clients when we decided to do this cruise Mm -hmm. thing, which did make me kind of almost hurl for a minute because I couldn't (laughs) believe I was moving people in December. But I did think very strategically and and I had referenced this before and saying that the first week of December is always your one weird lull because nobody wants that week because they wanted before Thanksgiving and let's say you have a four-weeker that does base retouch or something like that they're going to push it till the 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 week of Thanksgiving and then they're going to come right back into you you know right before Christmas if you have a balayage some girls are more partial to coming in you know, the the week of Thanksgiving, and then that covers you for all of that. So when we planned our trip that's out of the norm, I said, we got to do it this week because right, I have a little more flexibility. So that was a part of my checklist this year, too. Yeah, for sure. And I would say, like, nails is kind of the same because everyone wants in before Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. obviously you're going to different families' houses and yeah. stuff like that. You so like be looking fly. Right. So and your that... sweater dress that you shouldn't have on in South Florida because you're just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and your flannel. Right. Um, so, like, that first week of December is usually kind of weird. Like, I think I have probably a couple of openings, but, like, yeah. I don't rush to fill those because I'm like, that's also a little bit of breathing room for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, incidental room, too. Yeah. Like, I think that the other thing, too, is, like, don't pack your schedule with things outside of your capabilities for that time. Like, yeah. And that's what I had done last year. And right. it was awful. Like, I remember, like, I think that last day that you were working or like we were working. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh my God, let's do snowflakes. And I was like, great. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and burnout <laughs> is really real. Like, yeah. I, I definitely can relate. We're like, okay. And I think we all forget that, you know, when somebody's coming into you to get their service done, they're not thinking about the burnout, right? Right. So, because they're excited for whatever they're excited their service for their is. appointment. So they're coming in, and I've got a redhead who's like, "Guess what, Demi? I've been thinking about it. We're going blonde today, right? And they're like, awesome. It doesn't matter that yeah. it's the week of Christmas. It doesn't matter that I didn't yep. finish my my holiday shopping. It doesn't matter that my house looks like a fucking bomb went off in it. It matters that they had an appointment for that day. Yep. And that's why we're talking about the things we're talking about. How do you avoid as much burnout as possible? I think, mm-hmm. to be honest, like we have to allot ourselves the reasonableness that, like, you are going to be slightly exhausted and burnt out oh, yeah. in the holiday time. It's just not realistic. Like you talk to accountants during, you know, Tax year season, end, right? Yeah. Like there is, they have, everybody has a different busy season. This is yep. ours. So instead of trying to like live in the la la land of like, you're not going to be burnt out because you're going to have moments of feeling it. Yep. What can you do to avoid it leading up? Like that even, you know, talking about like my house and, and the the shopping, right? 
that's a great thing too. I will start like usually at the beginning of November and really utilize online shopping when it comes to gift giving. Um, That is a huge help for me. And then usually Julian and I pick like one day and it will usually be in November too because we know how December gets for us. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like one Monday or something like that. And it's just like our marathon day of getting all things done. I I know I've talked about it before. I think one time I messed up and said I'm a fur parent only, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But aside from our pets, we do have a daughter that's 17. So, you know, that's when you have a kid, too. It's another level. I mean, thankfully, she's not holding out for Santa anymore. So (laughs) that makes life a little easier. Um, But same thing. Like, I, I remember when Julian and I first met, you know, I went from being a cat mom to being in a committed relationship with with a stepdaughter and that really changed the dynamics of holidays again for me so um having a family during the holiday time is another layer of stress and you have to think about certain things to avoid your stress level getting worse so where we talk about Melissa has like a an actual checklist and I don't (laughs) that's the time where even though I may be a little more disorganized and chaotic because that's more my personality sometimes you have to be like yeah that doesn't work and I know that so November is really my buckle down time to get stuff done so by the time December gets here I'm not an absolute witch in my house outside of work yeah and I think that's like the one area where like your home life is probably easier to navigate than mine. Like, not, like, with my husband or anything, but, like, my family that lives up north, yeah. you know, they'll, I'll be, like, asking them in November, like, what do you want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. Like, Black Friday's around the corner. What do you want? Like, send me lists right. because I don't have time. And it's, like, three weeks before Christmas when I'm, like, crazy or, like, right yeah. around my birthday, they're, like, we want this thing. And I'm, like, yeah. I don't have time to get it, so unless you can send me the link for it and I can ship it directly to you, like, that's yeah. not going to happen. Enjoy your gift card. Yeah, like, so... Not that I'm bah humbug or don't <laughs> enjoy giving gifts, but it's like they don't understand no. anymore, like, how different it is for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not in education where I get those two weeks off and And you have this then, prep time. Right. Right. And like that last week is, are you really doing anything that last week of school before the holiday break? Like probably not, you yeah. know, like, so it's, I don't have that anymore and it's just crazy. Yeah. No, I, I definitely can like relate in the sense that like my family doesn't live here and now my in-laws just moved um, away too. Mm-hmm. They actually moved internationally. So <laughs> we'll see when they decide to come home this year. But um, well, not home because home's in Colombia now. But you know what I'm saying. To come to visit. Yeah, and Amazon to Colombia. Right? Can you? <laughs> I think you can. I don't I know. Think. I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess you'll so, find out this year. <laughs> right? For real. Um, but, you know, I my family lives up in Connecticut and, well, and, and South Carolina. And um, that was definitely something to navigate, too. Like, as I got busier understanding that that time of the year for me to just drop everything and put my family on a plane and go away. Like, oh, yeah. It gets harder year after year, especially in this line of work when that's the busiest time. And um, it was funny because, like, this year, you know, and I get it because, I mean, I see Maddie's getting ready to go to college next year, right? So I can see Julian and I being the same like when she's deciding to come home we're like what do you mean don't you want to do this don't you want to do that I think every parent does it and every kid's like right trying to juggle everything you know <laughs> um but I heard my dad it was funny this year because we're we're talking about going and all meeting up in Naples for Thanksgiving and um then the conversation of Christmas came and he like chimed in. He's like, well, that's her busiest time of the year. And I was like, oh, you're like, have I finally trained you well? (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that in time too, like your loved ones who really see the way you put in work in certain times of the year, like start to understand that like, nope, yeah, I don't. 
Some of oh, mine do. Yeah, it's it's still a growing pain. Like yeah. it definitely is. Um, you know, I'm I'm thankful for in a way. I've it's always been like Christmas Day is such a big day for us. Like that's how I was raised. Right. A little bit more than Christmas Eve. Like Christmas Eve is a big day too because I grew up in a split home. So right. Yeah, same. But there's always been, like, a focus of, like, the Christmas morning and the opening of gifts and this and that. Um, and so, like, the involvement for us in these last few years is Christmas Day is actually pretty mellow because we mm-hmm. do Christmas Eve a little bit bigger. So, you know, again, Maddie is in a split household, so we get Maddie Christmas Day every year. Um, and I actually love it. Like Christmas morning's a little bit calmer and, you know, Julian goes and picks up Maddie and I have like my (laughs) Mariah Carey Christmas music playing (laughs) with my pets who are looking at me like I've lost every ounce of sanity in my head. Um, and like I set up and, but it's a very calm day that day. And that is a really nice thing too, especially with having such a busy holiday season is, you know, having some peacefulness mixed in with it. Oh, so for sure, yeah. That's another thing that I, I'm not saying back burner your family, but navigate figuring out how to juggle your family, but also prioritize a moment for yourself to breathe too. Right, while still also enjoying making the sure, holidays. Well, that, and, and then also making sure that your clients are taking care. Right, of. right. It's a lot to right. juggle in this industry. Yeah, and so making sure that like your clients are taken care of first kind of sets you up for going into that holiday to enjoy it. I think mm-hmm. if you finish that last day before you're off for the holidays, right, and you know that you stepped into it. Or, you know, as organized as you can be, or you made sure everybody got in that needed to get in. You kind of close that book for the end of the year and you say like, all right, like I'm really able to relax now. Like everybody's taken care of. I walk out of the salon with peace of mind. Everybody's feeling cheery and bright, you know, no grays in sight. I think I just made a poem. Um, The hairdresser's Christmas Carol. (laughs) And so then you walk into the holiday without having anything work related on your mind or if you do have anything work related hopefully it's just how thankful you are for right your business and your clients right and then if you do end up taking time off which I highly recommend doing having yeah. done both like yeah. work slaved away all holiday season and then transitioning into like taking the, that time off it's a vacation yeah you know, you don't have to physically go. Like, I usually don't physically go anywhere that no, last week. But, just enjoying. you know, it's just, it's a men- it's a mental health week. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's it. And then also, you know, I had mentioned previously, like, because I know in our industry, I mean, and we've talked about it before, like, pricing and, mm-hmm. you know, charging whatever. So make sure that you're scheduling like for January as well. Yeah. With your clients, like pre-book them for January because if you don't, a lot of them afterwards will kind of just be like, "Mm, we spent a lot of money for that holiday. You know, like there's a lull in January. Mm -hmm. January is notoriously slow. It's, you you know, and you might have clients cancel that first appointment in January and like, don't freak out. Well, like, and I also that's think, normal. too, like, you have to remember that if you did expand days in December to accommodate more people and you kind of messed with their normal turnaround time, right? Right. And then you have to look at your sales, too. So were your sales higher in December? So if your sales were higher in December and then your sales kind of take a hit in January, you have to look at that, like, technically. And budget for it. You're still making the same right it's just been condensed to one month and not the other and the other thing too is like january i mean for the most part i stay consistent i have to say but there is definitely some more little pauses and lulls in january make that a planning month so yeah for sure now you're talking about this is the first month of your new year right so what are you doing take those times of lull to be productive like we talked a lot about that with you know the girls building in the salon and uh, we're in another weird season right now because usually September October is hit or miss in the hair world um leading into the holidays because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be like 
well, why not just wait till November and then it'll be done for the holidays, right? right? I think October it starts to pick up for sure. I don't think I know. But September, you might have a little bit more of that downtime. And I say the same thing, you know, when we talk about it in, in the salon is use that time valuably. So like, what are you doing during that time? Don't go through and scroll through TikTok and Instagram. Take that time to if you want to clean up even your policies or if you want to focus on changing out some things, edit down some reels, make that time work for you. So right. you're setting yourself up for success. Well, and you can even, I mean, I'm sure it's different for like hair, but if you're taking videos of it, repurpose some of those. Like mm -hmm. who says that you can't repurpose looks yes. and make it into a new and trending reel with a different sound or whatever? Yes. Um, like in the nail world, if you're slower in January, do some tutorials and make reels and videos out of those. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, like that is sure. content and pushing, you know, it out there. Yeah. You know. Like um, another great trick, too, that I one more thing to touch on that I just was thinking of while we were going back and forth is uh, I know that there is a big struggle, at least for me, with my clients that you know, are due to get done before Thanksgiving, but mm -hmm. possibly not due to get done with me until the first week of of January, right. right? So I do a good portion of gray retouch clients outside of lived-in color. And so that means that, okay, two weeks before when they're set to come in, let's be honest, they definitely have grays. So... Most people are going to want to shorten that down right. and come in two weeks earlier because they want to feel better for the holidays, right? So my biggest advice is between the end of October and the beginning of November and through November, if I have clients that I know would prefer to shorten and come to me twice through the holiday season mm -hmm. in comparison to wait until January, I will set myself up for success, meaning that long service will be in the end of October or November. So then I explain that you're coming in for a quick retouch or you're coming in for a quick gloss and blow dry. Right. Whatever version of a shortened service to get them through that holiday season because right. they're not due for a longer sitting at that point. They don't want to pay for a longer sitting right. because they were just here for a longer sitting, but they want to feel their best for the holidays. So that's all about talking and wording it with your clients, too. So that's a great time to explain, okay, so we did your partial foil today. We did your base. We did your cut and blow dry. Because you're going to be coming in for a quick refresh, all you're really going to be due for is a few foils in base, and we'll blow it out after. And right. then at your following appointment at this date, then we'll do a full sitting again. And you will find most people will appreciate that and will be more than happy to book those shorter services with you. Right. Um, and then especially like with nails, like I know a lot of people want nail art through Halloween, through, yeah. the you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So making sure that when you are pre-booking all of those appointments – like, for example, I, know, I have one client who every year we book her for like an hour and a half of nail art because mm -hmm. she wants the most complicated stuff. Yeah. But, you know, that has to be pre-booked. Like, right. I can't. Right. You know, I'm not going to squeeze you in last minute and you want me to draw portraits of classic Halloween monsters. Yeah. I'm going to look at you like you're crazy and be like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, so have those, like, conversations with, with clients. your clients. Yeah. Like, if you know that you have a client who's going to want crazy Hanukkah or Christmas or whatever nails, like, you need to talk to them and say, listen, this is, you know, start thinking about what you want. Show it to me, like, or, like, just your theme and, like, where you're going with it mm -hmm. so that I know so that I can plan accordingly. Yeah, I mean, this may sound super heartless to some, but like I will not take on large projects the week leading up to Christmas. Right. Because I know that that is maintenance appointments for everybody. Oh, for sure. Um, so I won't. Like if you want to have a big appointment slot with me, then we've got to back it up to first, second week of December. And maybe we shave down a few weeks off. But I know those last two weeks are such quick moving yeah. days of of a lot of influx of people coming in. And I just feel personally that it's fairest to everybody that we don't take on large projects those weeks because right. it's not realistic for me to juggle them, nor is my mind in a place at that point that 
I'm ready to take on a huge project in between doing all of those smaller maintenance appointments I just touched on. Right, when you need to fit in everyone for holiday stuff. Right, right. And that comes to not failing your client too, which is what I talked about before. They're not thinking about the 18 other people. I Hopefully you don't see 18. I mean, I max out at 12 and <laughs> that feels like a crazy day. But, um, you know... It, they're not thinking about the 11 other people that you saw that day. So no. if they come in and they request something and you kind of are like, oh, like, you just look like an asshole. Like, right. There's, it's not their job to understand that. So that comes to prepping and planning too, because if you look at it with a different set of eyes and say, okay, you know what? I know my capability and I know my mindset in those last two weeks or that last week mm-hmm. isn't at a place that I could take something like that on. Doesn't mean you're not providing good hair. It's just knowing your capabilities of what you're capable to, capable to put on your plate at certain times, right? Then you explain that and you say, hey, I know you wanted to do a little bit of a bigger change. Let's plan it out at a time where we really have the time to jump into it together. Yeah. For real. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's it. We're going to prep for the storm, but we're going to weather it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good storm. It's like a cheerful snowstorm, but... We don't get snow. No. We just get like, hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. But hurricanes don't feel as positive as like a nice snowstorm with like hot I know. cocoa. So we're not talking about it like it's a negative storm. Right. It's just a storm that we need to prep for. So you buy your milk and your bread. I don't know why people buy milk for snowstorms, but they do. Or hurricanes. Because what no if you lose power? Me. It's spoiled. It's so weird. Zero sense. It's the same thing up north. If, it, if you uh, yeah. lose power, like. What the fuck's milk doing for you? You lose heat. Milk's keeping you warm. But you Wrong. have your bread and your milk. Your and bread you and are your milk. Prepared. So what are your bread and your milk things to prepare for this storm? I would say that it's client gifts if you prioritize that, and it's scheduling is your your milk. Exactly. I mean, no, scheduling's your bread. Bread is your scheduling. I think this analogy just derails. No, yeah, really, right. Well, just prepare, right? But no, it's food for thought. It's the time of the year where you should be preparing, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm going to go fill out my request for Deb yes. for my cookie order. <laughs> right. This podcast does not count as your request. No. <laughs> I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> All right. So as always, you can find us on Instagram at the Beauty Beast Podcast. Yes. Or you can email us over at the Beauty Beast Podcast at gmail.com. And next week we'll be back with Katie. Yeah. Well, two weeks from now. Yeah. Well, next we will, week we yeah, record. We will, we will see her next week. Yes. But there will be a little time yes. before that. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> until then. Until then. <laughs>